Every Wednesday on Scoops with DannyMac.com, we visit with Brian Walton of TheCardinalNation.com. Covers the minor leagues and Major League Baseball. Emphasis on the St. Louis Cardinals. This is brought to you by the good folks at Blue Tail Medical Group. So before you have surgery, think about the uh, alternate opinions that you can get out there and the ways to heal your own body. And that's through the good doctors, and they are magnificent at Blue Tail Medical Group. Doctors from all over the world are finding out how they're doing this and not having people have surgery. So before you have surgery, make sure you uh, consult with Blue Tail Medical Group. Find out more at bluetailmedicalgroup.com. Hey, Brian, it was uh, kind of a throwback the clock day yesterday with John Lester and going for the Nationals and Adam Wainwright going for the Cardinals. Both look pretty good in their respective starts. Good morning to you. And it's uh, it's fun watching Wayno deal the way that he's had. He's been one of the best pitchers, if not the best pitcher in camp for the Cardinals. Absolutely, he has. And, you know, it's important for the, the veteran guys like Flaherty and the day before and, and Wainwright yesterday to pitch into the sixth inning and show that, you know, they're ready to carry the innings in the regular season. Those guys are going to be, you know, extremely important to lead the staff when, you know, the, the rest of the rotation is perhaps a little more unsettled, but, you know, Wainwright talked about the fact that it was great to face Lester who he considered his nemesis early on. He recalled Lester had beaten him twice in the world series, uh, you know, way back when, but now he, you know, he respects him very much as a, as a, as a competitor. And it's uh it's kind of nice to have Lester out of the Central Division, actually. So yeah, no doubt. I, I'm, I, you know, really interested in the start today for Carlos Martinez. He'll go for the match. You can see the game on Fox Sports Midwest beginning at noon. Uh, I, I just want to see more efficiency out of Carlos. Number one and number two, I want to see where the velocity is at. The, the velocity has got to get better in my mind. And he supposedly is holding back. We're talking about Carlos Martinez. You know, supposedly holding back his velocity for for crucial situations. But this bugaboo that, Car- that Carlos has had from the very beginning, which is he doesn't seem to be ready in the first inning, and he gets behind on counts and sometimes gets into real trouble. And it's it's a concern that they haven't figured out how to crack that, especially given that Carlos was coming off that winter ball stretch where he had you know his arm was stretched out and he was ready, seemingly prepared to start and go deeper than any guy in camp. And then we start seeing those outings where, you know, he's having to get pulled before the end of his innings because of pitch counts. And it's just, you know, it's just the same old inconsistent Carlos Martinez. And given the other injuries to Michaelis and Kim, you know, he's expected to, you know, again, be one of those veterans to carry a greater load. And so far, we just haven't seen that consistency needed on his part to do that. It is hard to believe for me that a week from tomorrow, the Cardinals will open up 162-game Major League season. So happy that baseball is back, fans in the stands, full season. But, man, this spring training has just kind of gone by with like a blink of an eye, more so than I can ever remember. Maybe it's because of the lack of games. I'm not down there. I'm not sure. But it just seems like this spring training has gone very quickly. How about for you? Yeah, you know, only 24 games, which doesn't seem like a lot less, but it really is in this schedule of of uh, four games on and a day off means there's Sunday, you know, a Sunday, a Saturday where there, there weren't games, and it just it just felt odd all the way around. And, of course, not being there and not seeing, uh, you know, stands full. But, you know, and, but I think, you know, it's, it's interesting. You can kind of see that everybody's now, they realize it's the last week and they're trying to do the final tune-ups and the guys that are fighting for roster spots are, are fighting. But, you know, we're really starting to see things come into focus, I think. You know, we talked about uh, the starting situation, uh, KK Kim is going to get into a game before the end of camp if he continues to progress well. And Mike Schilder said Kim is going to be in the rotation when he's ready, which suggests 
by the way, and, 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 and today was supposed to be Ponce de Leon's day, not Martinez. And so there's nothing wrong with Daniel, but it's pretty clear, I think, that without saying it, John Gann is going to be the guy that's you know, going to be that extra guy in the rotation for as long as Michaelis is out. And so you, know, you can see the rotation coming into shape. The bullpen has really been set all along. Assuming the Cardinals go with 14 pitchers, you know, there'll be these eight pitchers in the pen if you count the, the two starters, Kim slash Gann. There's been a lot of talk about the camp of Matt Carpenter. He's had uh, probably top two or three in plate appearances. He's one for 30 after coming off the bench yesterday and grounding out. Hit the ball sharply but grounded out. One for 30. Where's your concern level right now with Matt Carpenter going into this regular season? I don't think there's any doubt that if Matt Carpenter wasn't Matt Carpenter, who's a, a guy who's been a career-long Cardinal and a you know, an, uh, obviously a tremendous asset for the organization on and off the field, he would be a guy we'd be talking about, you know, hey, you know, it doesn't look like he can make the team, uh, you know, given the way that he's been hitting this spring. But there's this simple matter of, uh, you know, $18.5 million contract that is, you know, staring the Cardinals in the eye. And they made the decision with Dexter Fowler to go ahead and eat most of the money and, and let him go. But Fowler wasn't a career Cardinal like Matt Carpenter was. And you know, it's a tough decision, especially when you look around and you see a guy like John Nagowski, who has you know played extremely well, and you know might be the guy that would get that bench spot if Matt Carpenter wasn't there. But you know, as bad as as Matt Spring has been, and it's terrible, I'm at like a 2.83 OPS. I think he's going to get some time coming off the bench to, you know, to figure things out and. You know who knows what will happen from there. Whether maybe maybe it's a midseason trade away, maybe it's an injury. You know I, I don't know. But uh, you know uh, the fact that he's only had one hit all spring and and you know seven walks. You know uh, even his on base of two sixteen is just you know obviously not where anybody wants him to be. And I don't you know you know who knows what's going on between a guy's ears. As 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 high, happy as he was that Nolan Arenado joined the, Arenado joined the Cardinals, he knew that that meant you know, his days of starting were probably out. And Tommy Edmonds' strong spring just put the exclamation point on that. Uh, in terms of the the name of John Nagowski, if you didn't know him last year, he made a Major League debut, uh, picked up a first Major League hit, uh, you know him now in spring training if you've been following the Cardinals. On-base percentage well above uh, 500, drew a key walk in their comeback tie yesterday. He's doing everything possible to make this team. He leads a team in walks. I think he's got eight. He's got ten runs batted in. That leads a team. Do you see any path in which John Nagowski can make this club? Well, the the one question that, that gives John Nagowski a chance, perhaps, is a decision that Mike Schilt acknowledges has to be made but has not yet been made, at least publicly, and that is of the 26 players on the active roster to start the season, will they go with 14 pitchers? Or will they go with 13 pitchers? And I think John Nagowski is probably that guy who might be on the bubble. Um, and you know, again, the situation with Carpenter not being as dependable as you'd like. And now, you know, um, although Nagowski is a right-handed hitter, obviously, so it's not a, an interchangeable thing. But you know, you'd like to have a guy coming off the bench with with some pop. And right now, you know, you look at that that pot- potential projected bench. You got Justin Williams, who's unproven potentially Rondon or Sosa, 
and then Andrew Kisner, who you've got to protect as your extra catcher. So, you know, you just don't have a, much of a threat coming off the bench now, and Nagowski could be that guy. And I, I think the other thing was very interesting. Mike Schilt had poo-pooed all spring long the idea of Nagowski playing in the outfield, saying, hey, we've got too many other outfielders that we need to get time. And, you know, who did we see in left field in the seventh inning yesterday? Yeah, John Nagowski. How about Jose Rondon? Another interesting name. Has had a solid camp. Do you see a, a situation where he can make this club? I really do, and you know, it's it's also not only has Jose Rondon, who's a, another guy who's like you know 27 years old, been around, has always had a good bat, but never really had a chance in the majors. And uh, Mike Schultz speculated recently that maybe he's a guy who's a little bit later developer, uh, but they're very happy with what they've seen from him. Uh, he can play second, he can play short, so he provides that that middle infield defense um, and uh, you know a good bat as well. Uh, but he's not on the 40-man roster, so he would have to come on and somebody else would have to come off, and that somebody would be Edmundo Sosa, who is out of minor league options. And so really the, the, I think the decision for the infield reserve position right now is between Sosa and Rondon, and, and you know it's all along it appeared that Rondon has been ahead. Sosa we saw taking a bat, took a couple of swings at pitches out of the – out of the zone, just seemed over-anxious, and maybe he's feeling the pressure a little bit. Yeah, it did, see, it did seem like that with a game on the line yesterday. So as we look at last roster spots, let's assume that Matt Carpenter is going to make this team. I think everybody uh, understands that. Justin Williams, we don't know about his options situation, but he is out of minor league options. You've got Kisner. We, we think he's going to make this team. Rondon, Sosa, Nagowski. There's a battle here, so it really comes down to how many pitchers they want to carry, even with four off days in the first month, um, which limits then your bench. And then it's really a numbers game, the business side of the game of who's got options, who doesn't. So some difficult, it's a good problem to have, but some difficult uh, decisions potentially here for the Cardinals in the last handful of days of this camp. Absolutely right. And the one guy we didn't really talk much about is Justin Williams. That's uh, right. Out of options. Um, the left-hand hand guy, guy with power, uh, has had a decent camp, but really none of the – None of the fourth outfielder competitors have had this huge camp. Uh, Lane Thomas started out strong, has really kind of peeled back. Austin Dean has been consistently okay. Matt Caesar just, you know, he, he got hurt and is really behind the others. But I think uh, that assuming that Williams doesn't magically get that fourth option in the last few days of camp, which I think are low odds, I think he's probably the best bet to uh, open uh, you know, open the season as the, the fourth outfielder. And that was a guy that, you know, everybody has been talked about, uh, talked about potential, but this is the first time he seems to be doing a good job putting it together. Certainly hit a nice, uh, you know, went down, got a nice double down the, down the right field line yesterday. Brian, I'll wrap it up with this. Uh, it is my cheat sheet during these games and it's your prospect guide. How can fans get that prospect guide? And it is outstanding for research or if you're a big fan and you know, you love your Cardinals. What, where do you, uh, where do you find that? Uh, on the CardinalNation.com, you'll see a, a, an article in the rotation, a, a big blue logo for the Cardinal Nation 2021 Prospect Guide. You'll also see a tab right at the top. Uh, you can peruse the table of contents to read about the history information, all the prospect and, and scouting tools information, as well as history about the minor league system, uh, top players, top managers, drafts, Rule Fives, international, the whole bit. And you know the, the core of the guide is in-depth profiles and almost 60 prospects in the system. And we're hoping that the minor league season will be able to get underway uh, the first week of May. And a lot of those games will be on MILB.TV for the fans who can't even go. So, you know, you'll be able to look up and, you know, read about this next wave of Cardinals prospects, John Torres or Malcolm Nunez or Trey Fletcher or whoever they may be. And all these guys and many more are profiled in the Cardinal Nation prospect type. Love it. Great stuff at the Cardinal Nation. 
thecardinalnation.com, thecardinalnation.com. And again, we are always brought to you by Blue Tail Medical Group. See what they offer before surgery, bluetailmedicalgroup.com. Hey, uh, Brian, thanks as always. We'll catch you up next Wednesday. Yeah, I should have a lot to talk about at that point. Absolutely. That's the eve of uh, the season opener in Cincinnati. That's Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com on Scoops with Danny Mack.